Welcome to Muskegon Rising, a community service project of the Muskegon Rotary Club. Our purpose is to create lasting positive change. We've been doing that here since 1916. So let's get started. Hello, Muskegon. Your host today is myself, DJ Hilson. Uh, and it is, uh, it's actually my honor and privilege and pleasure to have as my official first guest of this uh, great new series, Muskegon Rising. So is our, our local county sheriff, Michael Pullen. Good, good afternoon. Glad to be here. Thanks for, for being my first guest or my first one. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, we're, we're going to talk a little bit today about um, law enforcement and community involvement. Uh, but I want to start with with you. Uh, if you could maybe give our listeners and watchers a little uh, outline of your law enforcement career. Well, my career started in 1987, the fall of 87. Um, I've worked here in Muskegon County my whole career. Um, got uh, ultimately hired at the sheriff's office in 1989 after working part-time at a few agencies. Um, uh, through the years there, working nights, uh, a great deal of my career was spent uh, working traffic services, doing accident investigation and crash reconstruction. Uh, 2003, I was promoted to sergeant, um, ultimately lieutenant and captain, being promoted through the ranks. Um, then I retired in 2016 to uh, run for the office of sheriff, where I'm currently serving my second term. Well, in uh, you know, it, it is uh, actually, there's a lot of things that I find fascinating about you, but the, one of the biggest ones is the fact that you've spent your entire life here in Muskegon County. And so you, you have essentially seen uh, a lot of the different growth and development on a lot of different facets. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's been a lifetime, right? And, you know, my, my father went to Muskegon Heights High School. My mother graduated from Muskegon Catholic Central. They're, you know, still in the same home, uh, you know, when I was a, a young kid growing up here uh, in the city of Muskegon. And uh, I've just love it here for one. Um, I love the community, all the positive things that are going on downtown, uh, you know, Lake Michigan waterfront area and everything. You know, I, I think you're aware that, you know, my family were boaters. And so this is really the only place to be if you ask me. But uh, yeah, it's a, it's a great community. Um, I, I enjoy working here. I, it's, it's just, it was a perfect spot and a perfect fit for myself. So talk a little bit about, if you would, uh, Sheriff, talk a little bit about, um, and maybe give give us a historical perspective of the importance of the uh, sort of connection between community and law enforcement. And I, I'm sure through your entire career, you've kind of seen that evolve. So maybe kind of develop that for us a little bit. Yeah, you know, it's like, I've always kind of went with the idea that, you know, communities police themselves, right? Neighborhoods do. Um, we're here to offer service to people um, in our community to work for them, to be, you know, best stewards that we can, if you will. Uh, they're... You know, the 11 law enforcement agencies that are working in Muskegon County, we work collectively together. Um, and we need our community's um, support in order to get the work done. We really do. And they need to know that they can trust in the work that we're doing. They need to know that the leadership at those agencies can be trusted. And, uh, you know, they, they should be open to listening to individuals in their communities. I mean, I think, I think it's very important. But, you know, without our community, we don't get to do the work. Um, and that's on both sides. We need to be that voice for the community and we need to be the ears too, because we need to listen to what is important for our community, especially a position as an elected sheriff, most importantly. Uh, over, over the years, and even if we look into more recent, uh, more recent history, there, there seems to be on a national level, this discord, if you will, between 
community and law enforcement. And, and there are a lot of things you can point to that, that have maybe contributed to that. Uh, obviously, you know, unfortunately, we see a lot of negative and not a lot of the positive. And so maybe describe how how you know, more, more, most recent history has sort of changed the dynamic of how law enforcement operates uh, these days. You know, we we see a lot of it, but I think we hear more of it, that negative. Um, I, I truly believe there's there's more people out there that support and believe in law enforcement. It's just those loud vocal individuals um, that are really getting the attention, especially the media um, and things like that. But, you know, it, I don't want to say it's made our work harder. All right. It's, it's created some challenges, but the fact of the matter is, I think with law enforcement kind of being underneath that microscope, if you will, it's made us better. All right. Um, there's, Many more tools out there for us to use now in our trade, you know, the body cameras and in, uh, in-car cameras, you know, these are things. And I, and I remember being, you know, the early 90s when we first got our in-car cameras and a lot of the officers, you know, and I don't want to say a little bit myself, but I, I was against it too, you know, and, but I saw what was going on and what a benefit they were. And, you know, I actually went and got my, own, my very own camera. You know, I was the first guy here in Muskegon County to have an in-car camera. Um, it's one that I purchased myself, but it, uh, you know, I, I think uh, it's it's made us sharper. It's made us better law enforcement officers. Um, you know, we're we're dealing with things a little differently than we used to. Um, it, it's like the the community will question law enforcement from time to time, and I, I'll be honest with you, I'm good with that. I'm okay with that because if if we're doing the, the work that we're supposed to be doing, we're going to get the community support. Now, you and I obviously we, we we've been in, involved together for a few years now, and and obviously on different committees and and. How, how would you, and obviously you're very active in your statewide association, and so you get a chance to talk to your colleagues across the state of Michigan. How, how would you rank where Muskegon compares as it relates to community law enforcement relations compared to some of the other uh, counties in this in this state? You know, and, it, and I do. Um, so I'm on the executive board for the Michigan Sheriff's Association, and we do share those stories and how things are going, you know, within the 83 counties in the state of Michigan. And sometimes when I sit through those meetings and it's really – it's kind of unlike our cops board meeting, which you, you sit on, you know, as well. And we see this community collaboration of law enforcement leaders that we have here in Muskegon County. Uh, you've said it at meetings before and so have I, you know, you, you don't see it anywhere else. Not like you see it here. I mean, they, those other agencies have relationships with the other partners that they have within their communities, but I don't think it's like what we have here, honestly. Um, we, we've done our best always to work together as chiefs, as leaders for our community, to make sure that next jurisdiction has the tools, the resources you know, that they need, either to complete an investigation or get specific work done. You know, case in point, you know, me going to the county board of commissioners the last few years just to get additional dollars out of my overtime budget to assist um, with with some violent offenses that were happening in Muskegon County to try to really you know get a grasp of that and take care of it. Um, you know, really that. Kind of out of the box thinking, if you will. Well, let's 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 jump off of out of the box thinking because uh, since you've been sheriff, you've come up with some pretty innovative and clever ways to really connect with uh, all ages of the community. Uh, let's talk a little bit about that. What 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 are some of those things that, that you really are proud of? You know, it was. Uh, let me step back a minute here because when I when I was working in traffic as a traffic officer for the for the sheriff's office. You know, we, we won uh, 12 statewide awards over 10 years for traffic safety initiatives that we were doing back then. And it was always my goal to come up. What's the next thing we can do? Every year we wanted to improve. Every year make something better. 
when I was elected as sheriff, you know, I had this idea, and it really just started as a conversation with uh, Rob George. Uh, he owns uh, emergency services, our vehicle maintenance provider, that business. And uh, we just had a discussion, and it was really it was to create this ice cream truck. Now, you know, we weren't the first ones to do it. Other agencies have done it in other communities. But, you know, I wanted to be the first in Muskegon County to have this happen. And uh, I thought, you know, if we can get a vehicle together where uniformed officers, police or fire, could serve free ice cream to our youth throughout the communities, kind of break some of those barriers, if you will, just another way for the kids to connect with the officers, the officers to connect with the kids. You know, we've been two years now um, operating this, our, our polar patrol, this ice cream truck that we have. It was, you know, my conversation with Mr. George, when uh, we first started talking about this, it was probably about a month after that conversation, he called me to the garage there and he had this old box van that he picked up and he's like, what do you think of this one? And I'm like, you know, Rob, this is great, but I don't know how we're going to pay for this, you know? And, uh, but his business, he and his wife, um, you know, they, funded 100% of that ice cream truck and it cost the taxpayer no dollars. Um, and I, it's, it's been the hot ticket item the last two summers here in Muskegon County. Um, it gets utilized by just about every law enforcement agency, different community events in the area. And, uh, what, a we first introduced it at a bike rodeo in the city of Muskegon Heights. And I remember responding there and getting to interact with the kids, you know, from the community there. And we just, they had fun and so did I, I mean, just cause it's a little different, you know, and I know my staff, they enjoy being able to work that detail also because they get to really perform on a different side and get to, you know, see kids on a different side. So what we're, what we're talking about here is there, there are law enforcement in uniform mm-hmm. in a, what you would, I mean, if you, if you can picture, uh, if you're listening to this and what an ice cream truck, it's, it looks exactly like an ice cream truck. Yes. Uh, and it, it has the freezers. It's got the whole, it's the got whole. the music. Um, we have lights on it. Um, you know, I, it's, uh, you know, right, you know, it's, uh, I'm trying to remember what the tagline is on the front of right now, and I apologize, but it's, uh, it's you know, right to protect and serve ice cream, you know, as it <laughs> says there. So, no, it's a full-blown ice cream truck. Um, it's got a microwave in it. We're trying to think of other events that we can can use it for, but um, we do, you know, everything's prepackaged, right? And it, it makes it easier for the other agencies to use it and, you know, really at any community event it is, you know, and I don't want to say so we don't have to deal with or apply for health department, you know, permits and stuff like that. So it just, it, it's an easy process and a great community engagement. And, you know, I mean, if you, you see the lines of the, in, of the kids coming to the events, you know, just to go there to interact with an officer, you know, get some free ice cream. I mean, who wouldn't want to do that? So, and really, the the cost to an organization is what if they want to uh, sort of, I'll say, rent out the. Uh, well, there's there's the no fee, there's, there's no fee to to rent the Polar Patrol. The the big caveat is that a uniformed officer needs to be the one serving the ice cream um, at a community event. Um, you'll be responsible for getting your own sponsorship for ice cream. You know, ice cream isn't that expensive. Um, you know, we do take donations, and we like to keep a little kitty you know, of some dollars on the side specifically for purchasing ice cream for pop-up events and things like that. But um, there, there's no cost to use this vehicle. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's the community's vehicle, if you will. And, uh, you know, when uh, uh, Mr. George and uh, I were initially talking about it, that really was the intent for community outreach. And, you know, it's, it's not just the sheriff's office vehicle. It's Muskegon County's. So how how does one go about uh, inquiring as to when the when they might be able to use the uh, ice cream truck and when it might be available? Yep, you can uh, they they can call the sheriff's office. Um, I 
I apologize, I don't have the link with me right now, but we do have a, a web-based link where you, we have different equipment too that people use for different programs. Um, it's got a small questionnaire there about what agency will be using it, the dates, and do you have a sponsorship? It's, it's really straightforward and you'll receive a response pretty quick on if it's going to be available that day or not. Well, that's, uh, that's fantastic. Having sat at least one time in the ice cream truck uh, along with yourself, it is, it is a great way to really, you know, maybe break down some of those barriers mm-hmm. that have uh, been created over the years and, and, again, create that positive atmosphere between law enforcement, especially kids. Right, right. I, I, you know what? It's, you know, I, it, just about every problem can be solved over a drumstick. So, <laughs> I, and, you know, but it's, you know, I've, we, some of the conversations we've had with our area youth, you know, it's it, it kind of eye-opening, you know, you know, for the different areas and stuff that, you know, you might be working and going to and get an opportunity to talk to the kids. It, it's kind of nice. The bike rodeos are a lot of fun, you know, because we, we get to help them with the bikes too and, you know, do different things. Well, great, great innovative idea, uh, Sheriff, and uh, another a great way to connect with the community and uh, you know, obviously, I, I just appreciate all the things that, that you do for the sheriff's office, uh, our partnership with you guys, as well as as, as law enforcement, and and certainly, uh, you know, the community itself. Uh, I, I agree with you. I think we've got the best thing going in Muskegon. Uh, we shouldn't take it for granted, uh, folks that are listening to this podcast. And, um, you know, obviously, uh, having guys like you to help us serve and protect, uh, I feel safer every day. So thank you for that. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That uh, that wraps up this edition for me. Uh, thank you, Sheriff Poulin, for being uh, my first guest on this uh, wonderful podcast. And thanks to Muskegon Rotary. And, and I always thank you, Mike Vogus, for making uh, these innovative Absolutely. ideas happen. Yes. Thank you.